Yeah, yeah. it's been a really good conversation starter for potential clients. Like, yeah. um, we give so much of ourselves on the website that they, I think they feel more now than with our old website that um, they want to tell their story to us and show a bit of their personality as well, which is a really great way to start things. Hello everybody and welcome to Show Love episode 13, unlucky n- number 13 which seems somewhat appropriate at the moment. Uh, my name is Ben, I will be your host and joining me across the interwebs uh, from Melbourne, Australia is Grace and Andrew, otherwise known as Bottle Brush Films. Thanks for joining me guys. Thanks for having us, Sam. <laughs> Pumped. Awesome. Alright, I'm super, super stoked and um, I think we're going to have a good one today. Um, basically... I'm, I've got uh, Grace and Andrew on the show today to talk through um, kind of two big topics uh, for them. Um, Bottle Brush Films has gone through um, a big sort of rebrand um, somewhat re- recently, which I'm going to dive in and talk all about that with them. Um, and also, I'm sure you've heard about the um, Lonely Hearts Film Camp, the workshop that um, Grace and Andrew put on uh, recently as well, um, which uh, seemed like it went off amazingly. So we're going to chat all, all about that too. You're just um, talking about the party, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, to start us off, uh, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about um, Bottle Brush early days, uh, how it all started, um, how you guys started making films together and started capturing weddings and um, we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. we met in uni in film school um, and at the time I was making coffees. I've been making coffees for a long time to pay the rent. And a friend of ours from film school actually started shooting at another studio in Melbourne and he, um, he said they were looking for people to film things and I don't even think I'd been to a wedding at that stage. No. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was like, sweet, people are going to pay me to play with a camera. Let's do that. Um, did that for 12 months and actually was like, ah, oh, shit, I really enjoy weddings. Weddings are fun. People are having a good time, drinking, partying, you know. Yeah. This is I could get around this and then um, it sort of happened from there. Yeah. You sort of told me to... Andrew shot a wedding just for one of his mates, for like, free, and then I'm like, what, what are you going to do with all that footage? So I just took it from him <laughs> and edited it because he's... Well, you were shit at editing. I am still yeah, shit at editing. Yeah, uni teacher, like, really hated Andrew. <laughs> our um, editing teacher, yeah. Yeah, our editing teacher at film school would be really disappointed to know that we ended up together because she was the star pupil <laughs> and I was a terrible student. <laughs> yeah. But it works. It kind of strolled from there, yeah. Yeah. Well, your various strengths have seemed to combine together pretty epically, to be honest. Um, And so, yeah, so how long um, have you guys had Bottle Brush now? Oh Oh my God. I don't even know. When was film school? 2010, 2011? Yeah, 2012 we finished film school. So maybe, yeah, since 2013. But like we went full time for quite a while, but... Yeah. yeah, we did Andrew's brother's wedding in Thailand um, and I was working full time in an ad agency and then I got, we got home from Thailand. I'm like, holy shit, we have enough money in Bottle Brush to, for me to quit my job. So yeah. I quit my job. Yeah. <laughs> like the day nice. after I got home. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's wicked. And then so let's talk now about, I guess, like the brand change. Because um, first of all, it's amazing. <laughs> it's huge. Like it's, it's, it's one of the... One of the coolest, I guess, brand revamps I've seen in a really, really long time. It's really, it's done really, really well. So yeah, I guess I'd love to talk all about that um, from 
the like what was like i guess the impetus for you guys to um rehash the brand yeah Yeah. i think we were just we've never really had a solid brand in terms of like a logo font or just anything Mm. across every you know social media website nothing tied in for us and we're kind of like i don't know i think it was it was mostly me i was a bit like over not having something to kind of bring it all together so we just decided to to give it a crack and yeah. do something different. Grace has always said we've never really had a brand that truly represented us. And yeah. so we wanted to make something cohesive among, like across from like our socials, our website, our packaging, everything. Something mm-hmm. really, that all, that all tied together that wasn't just a, a stream of consciousness. Not just a homemade website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm shit at, I'm really shit at websites. And we've had my crappy website up for years. I'm like, I want someone to do it professionally. Like I'm so keen. Yeah. And we, I think we just saw it as a creative outlet as well. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, something new to do. We had all sorts of different inspirations. Like, I think my one contribution was the old family photos that we've got on there. <laughs> yeah. But the rest was yeah, they were, they were really cool. And so I guess um, to sort of uh, talk me through some of the some of the um, the references, the inspirations, like how you landed on the sort of the aesthetic and the feel and the voice that you did. Yeah, I think um, so. We hit up. It's our brains by by Lilu. She's like freaking amazing, and we mm-hmm. kind of hit her up to to do it all for us. And she had us make like, you know, your Pinterest board. And I was like, good, because I thought they were lame, but I'm super keen to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically it was all like 80s kind of inspired because we kind of just wanted to do something that was not, uh, basically not wedding-y, we told her. And we kind of just said, yeah. we don't want it to be like watercolors or deer antlers and all that kind of wedding stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what do you um, want to recycle anything? Yeah, so we was all kind of like 80s inspired, a lot of like film posters from the 80s. Um, Andrew really loves film noir. He did like a lot of film noir stuff yeah. in uni. So we had a lot of like Alfred Hitchcock posters. Um, mm. Yeah. We had some neons as well. We had all sorts of crazy shit on our Pinterest board. Um, yeah, it was mostly 80s, some kind of retro throwback kind of magazine yeah. stuff, which Andrew loved. So we had kind of two styles going and then Lulu kind of made it one. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. And yeah, you definitely see that like that film noir style with the, like the sunglasses and the mm. reflection stuff. It's real cool. Yeah. yeah. And the copy um, is all just our voice as well. We figured it has to be genuine, otherwise it won't stick, you know, across socials and everything. So yeah. I think the longer that we go in this game, the more we realise we can just be ourselves and people are going to love it. Yeah, totally. And so, what's been the response from like couples and other vendors and stuff? Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty yeah. good. I mean, what, what have you heard? Yeah, everyone's been really nice about it all. They've been going crazy for it. And yeah, even just exploring the website, I think in, in itself is an experience, even down to taking the red and the blue pill and people have been going crazy for that. So yeah, it's been a cool response. I think from vendors as well going, holy shit, this is really like different for something wedding based, yeah. which I'm like, yes, that was the whole goal. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Yeah. And then couples have loved it too, which is really nice. Like a lot of people like when they inquire now are saying like how awesome our website is and how they mm-hmm. get like a feeling just for our personality, just from landing on the website homepage alone, which is so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's been a really good conversation starter for potential clients. Like, yeah, um, we give so much of ourselves on the website that they, I think they feel more now than with our old website that um, they want to tell their story to us and show a bit of their personality as well, which is a really great way to start things. And it gives mm. us a good sense for who they are and what's important to them and yeah. how amazing their wedding's going to be and how much FOMO I get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And because, like, I think, um, I mean, I've talked about it a few with um, people a few times on the p- podcast, but um, I guess, like, 
it's good to be like bold with that and and not just try and make something that you think people will like think think that the most people will like or think couples will like or um because yeah like people will pick up on like the most random stuff that you're just throwing out about your personality like i had one inquiry the other day where um because on my about page i talk about all my like nerdy as interests and that i play like dungeons and dragons and that i read like star wars fan fiction and then like one inquiry from a couple um she's like um, by the way, do you have any like Star Wars fanfic recommendations? Oh, and stuff? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and so that's I was like, sick. cool, job booked, done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're booked. You're like, yeah, yeah we're going to get along just fine. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, we had a similar thing like one couple, like as we did the rebrand, like we'd already shot their wedding, but then they came to us uh, after the rebrand. They're like, hey, we wouldn't be upset if the whole vibe of our wedding video was 80s. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. at their reception, they had all 80s. They had like Madonna and like Bowie. They walked into Bowie and stuff, like all my favorite artists. And I was like, shit, yes, yeah, like so keen. So I found like an 80s track for them and did like yeah. some like 80s like side swipes and like yeah. transitions and shit. And it was so cool. And that was just from a brand, really. Yeah. yeah. The, the groom wore a green velvet suit jacket to give you an idea. So they had that sort of vibe going on. Yeah. yeah. Those, cool. those nice. guys are awesome. That's on our Instagram. It's Tara and Sam. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I saw that one. That was, that was epic. Yeah. Really, really cool. Um, and I guess to, to, to dive in a bit too on like the films and their style, like a lot of them are really like fun and fast and like energetic. Um, what kind of influences are you guys drawing on for those? Because it's, it seems like you're like one of like a few of us now who are deciding to look away from what like wedding films look like and yeah. trying to make them something different. So what are some of the influences you guys are drawing on for that? Um, you're looking at me. I know you are. Yeah. Grace touched on this a, a fair bit at camp actually. Yeah. It's kind of some of my talk was like inspiration and where to find it for camp. But um, I think a lot of it for me it got, comes from music. So it's probably a music question in here as well, but a lot of it, it does come from like the music and like music videos in general. So I'll kind of, I do troll YouTube a lot for like really cool music videos. I feel like if you keep watching other people's wedding stuff, you're never gonna find something like yeah. unique or your own style. It's not a good way to find your own style. So we kind of just, I get it from everywhere really, man. Like music and like, I look through like old eighties videos, seventies videos on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, it's hard to say. I kind of just like, Make it up as I go. <laughs> well, like the Gabby and Kate's film. Yeah. It was a, a bunch of different music videos. Like there's one by George Ezra. Um, you've used yeah. uh, Lana Del Rey in the past for, for Kenny and Beck's film. Yeah, for a lot of like inspiration and like just ideas with how to use different tracks and different styles of editing and stuff. Even aesthetics. Like for me, I see stuff on movies all the time. Like. Um, we was even watching an old episode of Buffy and there was a fight scene. I was like, it's so blurry. What are they doing? And I was like, oh, okay. So they use slow shutter. And I figured out on the um, Sony's you can do a quarter of a shutter speed. So I've been screwing around with that just on dance hall footage and stuff like that. You might've seen a few bits in our films from it, but. Yeah, yeah. I think just naturally we're not too, well, you are cheesy, but I, <laughs> I'm not very. That's why I don't do the editing. <laughs> I'm, I'm really anti-cheese and, and like pretty, I was like kind of showing people's like flaws as much as anything. So yeah. I think it just, yeah. it just shows in how you, you edit and how you do all that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And so um, with the kind of the vibe that you guys have landed on now, like that 80s vibe, like. I guess something that feels a bit more personal for you guys. How are you feeling about like the brand, like your films, how they sit now and kind of where you potentially see them, like see the brand in like say five years time? Like, do you feel like it's going to be quite similar or do you feel like it's going to develop and evolve from here? 
Oh, such mm. a hard question, like where we'll develop to. I, I hope the brand sits as it is for a very long time, so I don't have to touch it again. Yeah, it took us 10 months to, to get to the website point. It was hard, yeah, but it, it, was, was big, it was a big process, but it was cool. I don't know, where you see us in five years? Um, I, think, I think in terms of the next five years, more in terms of what we want to do, more so than the brand. I think we'll always do weddings because we're really proud of what we've built up with Bottle Brush. Yeah. Um, we'll probably get more and more boutique. We're only doing 15 bookings this next season. Yeah. Um, raising the prices, trying to go deeper into what we can experiment with lighting and conceptual driven stuff. Just trying to go as high end as we can yeah. and limited, you know, amount of weddings so we can really make more of a yeah, epic film every time. Yeah, but we also want to be able to take advantage of some opportunities that come our way. Like um, Grace got asked to work on a feature film by one of our brides who's actually a director. Yeah. Um, she, we were too busy. We couldn't. Um, too busy. <laughs> yeah. So that was a bit of a heartbreaker, but we've slowly sort of cut back our numbers year by year, and that sort of it was a heartbreaker, but it made us realise that yes, we're moving in the right direction for what we want to do in the future to have these sort of opportunities and take advantage of them. Yeah, I think we just more than anything like one, obviously like just bottle brush should be like super automated so that it's really easy to run and we're only doing a limited amount and we're really passionate about it. And then to do other projects like personal projects and stuff, which I'm really keen on just to, I think, keep yourself fresh. It's good to get outside of your everyday job. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, wicked. And so for um, for everyone who's sort of like looking at you guys and what you've done in this last year around your kind of rebrand and your refresh, um, for anyone who's thinking about that kind of investment, because like someone like myself, um, I did a bit of a rebrand um, recently, but I did it all myself. I like just redid my website, did my own logo, did everything. And so for people who either can't do that or want to um, invest a bit more into the process, similar to you guys, um, what would you tell them? What have you guys learned from this sort of brand investment? Oh, that it will take a long time. <laughs> It'll take a long time. Be patient and do it proper. It's worth taking a long time. Like. Yeah it's kind of like a process of figuring out what, what your personal style is. Cause like kind of what you said before, you don't want to give anything off that's not genuinely you. So yeah, I think, and just, and just be prepared to spend some, some money on someone you think is worthwhile spending the money on to rebrand for you. Yeah. Cause like it just, I'm really bad with that stuff like graphic design and, and bringing a whole concept together like that. So it's so worth just actually finding someone really good to do it for you yeah. and just putting the money down and getting it done properly because it's good investment in your business like I sound so wanky it's a good investment in your business but it is <laughs> no, like it's true. It's true. yeah yeah it's, true. it's like the it whole is. it's like your entire style like what yeah. your couples are gonna you know what they're gonna feel from you when they first land on your website and yeah yeah it, I would say be genuine as well like you don't want to try and emulate what you're seeing other people doing like what's there's only one you show it off lean into it yeah. you know what I mean um, like you, you were saying before Dungeons and Dragons there's always going to be people that connect with whatever weirdness that you put out there. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Dungeons and Dragons. Is weird, <laughs> it is weird. It is very, very weird. Yeah, no, no. I will stand fully behind that. As a I very love weird it. Hobby. It's sick. But you know what I mean? It's just, you should be yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah, and, and actually spend some time, like, finding a point of difference, like what your point of difference is. Yeah. Like, we spend a lot of time... I mean, when we started our little Pinterest board thing, like Andrew had this one style he wanted and I had one style and we were kind of fighting about it almost like, and I'm like, no, it needs she to be won. this. I won. Oh, <laughs> winner. Uh, <laughs> um, 
but like you know, work extra hard just to like really uh, make something just as unique as you can. Yeah. Because it's a big industry. Like you know, figure out how you're going to stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Have some fun with it. We yeah. enjoyed it. Right on. Hey. Nice one. Um, cool. Okay. So branding side. Before we talk about camp, um, music bed playlist. How did that happen? Let's talk about that. Was the best day of my life. Yeah. Grace yeah. is so excited. So cool. So fucking happy. Um, oh, you can go. Oh, well, we're kind of just talking. I talk to Music Bed a lot because yeah. I basically my whole freaking life is on Music Bed. I live on the thing. So, yeah. so we won, um, what was it, Best Use of Music in the Love Stories TV oh, yeah. comp last year. And I think that's when we sort of started getting on their radar a little bit. Yeah, when we kind of won that. That was for Jacqueline and Liam's yeah. film. Um, but then anyway, with the camp, Lonely Hearts, we hit them up for some sponsorship yeah. and they were really keen to be involved. Yeah. And so we just kept kind of talking to them and kind of talking ourselves up and <laughs> saying, I, you know, I live on this bloody website. And then they, it just kind of happened from there. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's really, really cool. Yeah. Really yeah. awesome. Yeah. And they're such nice people. Yeah. They're always so helpful. Mm. Yeah, they are. They're really cool. Yeah. And you you always email them looking for specific songs and they're always so helpful. So. Yeah, they help me find cool shit every now and then, yeah. yeah. If you're not on Music Bed, people get on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so and so let's talk a bit about um, like music selection and process and like how you go about incorporating that. Um, so, yeah, like are you done in terms of like how you troll Music Bed and stuff, yeah. Um, What's the process for you around selecting uh, those tracks? Yeah, I think oh, so it's such a process. I spend a lot of time on music. Like I spend a long time looking for the right song, which I think is important as well. Like don't rush it. But yeah. um, I don't know. We, we have like a pre-wedding form for the couples um, where we get them to kind of tell us what music they love and hate if they are really big musos and to get an idea of where to actually start because it's kind of mm. hard to, to find a song without any kind of brief. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Get, Do you get most of the response from couples saying, our music interest is varied? Yeah. Oh, we love Triple J. <laughs> I'm like, everyone loves Triple J. There's so much on there. Um, no, nothing wrong with that, though. But, yeah, we do. We get a lot of that, too, which is fine. It just means it's more about um, throwing it back on them after the fact. So if I choose a really wild song, they're not going to be like, whoa, that's not what we wanted. Yeah. We're um, lucky. We get a lot of people say, we trust you fully. Go crazy. Full yeah. creative license. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's just like I go through speeches first and it's about figuring out what um, is going to go with the speeches, kind of listening to what music they have on the mm. day of their wedding and, yeah, giving it a kind of style. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's a hard question. Yeah, you listen to the first dance songs. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Did you say that already? Yeah. <laughs> I think mm. I did. Yeah. How long, how long would you guys roughly spend sort of like per wedding, like on average, just looking for songs? Uh, like it can be like an afternoon or an entire day sometimes. Like sometimes I'll find the song straight away. I'm like, yes, that's perfect. But other times I'll get like 20 different songs and then play with them in the edit like over and over and take things and in and out and stuff like that. So, yeah, it just yeah. changes. <laughs> I watch Grace all the time playing speeches and then playing a track in the background and then she'll sw switch out a track and try the next track while she's listening to the speeches. Yeah. and. I find that really interesting because I've got no idea. It's all black. <laughs> <laughs> it helps yeah, if you nice. like love listening to music, like just take it as an opportunity to literally just have a day listening to tracks and like curating your own playlist. Like I've got like yeah. 10 different playlists of genres that I love. So when I go to find a song, I don't go through the whole of music, but I just go through my curated lists. So I know I'm going to get something I love no matter what. 
like tracks that I so actually. So you've got d- different playlists because I kind of did do that, but I just have like one favorites folder. So oh have, yeah, you've well, sort of separated it. Yeah, go a step further. Like I have All one right, that's like cool. a chill beats, and then I have one that's like yeah. um, romantic and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Idea stolen. Thank you. <laughs> Take it. It's great. It helps. Yeah, helps crunch it down. Uh, cool. Awesome. Alrighty. Um, let's talk about camp now. Where did the idea come from? Where did the idea for a workshop come from for, for, for you guys? Uh, yeah, I love a challenge. Um, we, I think it came out of being fully booked and I, I do the emailing and the shooting, but obviously during the week, not a hell of a lot else. <laughs> and so I said to Grace, we should do a workshop. We've been asked like by random people over the years, oh, do you do any workshops or yeah. mentoring or anything? And we just didn't feel comfortable to the, until recently to sort of try to do anything like that. And we're very much, um, I don't know, being teachers just hasn't sat with us for until recently. And we, um, yeah, so we just came up with this idea. We didn't want it to be just us. We wanted to bring community together because that was what was it all about for us. Yeah. Um, and wanted it to be lots of fun as well. And there's so many mistakes that we've made over our journey. And I just wanted people to come to this thing and have like a, a shot in the arm, a booster, where they didn't have to make all the fuck-ups that we made. I don't know if I can swear, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you can have. swear, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, I think as well it came from, um, so you've heard of Camp Common Folk, the photo version. Yeah, and we were talking to those guys, and they're, and they're bloody awesome, yeah. by the way, the dudes that run that, they're so lovely. Yeah. Um, but the idea came from that, like a lot of people are saying to us, like we talked to a lot of other filmmakers, they're like, oh my God, there's so many workshops for photographers, but like yeah. shit all for film. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks. Like, yeah. So he just was like, well, instead of doing a one day workshop, let's just do a five day camp for the first time ever i haven't even been to a workshop before so i was like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) like i say we like a challenge um yeah yeah, and so and for me personally this might be an unpopular unpopular opinion but it's so crazy that we're in the only media industry where photography is sort of above video um and i kind of such an interesting point yeah Yeah. well it's true um and it kind of like the hierarchy it doesn't necessarily sit well with me um and so i just wanted to have something where the industry could go you know we're we're great we're worthy we're valid um and video filmmaking i think is such a young industry as well and it's developing so quickly and uh it's becoming more and more popular as people see that it isn't all a cheesy old school massive camera on your shoulder kind of bullshit um and so yeah i just i'm just really proud that we get to be at the forefront of like bringing the whole industry up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's such a good point. I didn't even really think about that until now, but mind blowing. (laughs) Um, Cool. So give us a rundown of the camp. What happened? um, Some of the highlights. Wow. Where do we start? Yeah, I don't know. Go on. It's your baby. For me, when Matt Johnson first said, yes, I'm in, and I'm going to bring my wife, my daughter, and my mum, I was like... Oh, yeah, we're like... <laughs> his mum as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he brought his mum. She's well, sick as well. She's such a, such a cool woman. Well, him and Rachel wanted to have a good time, so they brought their own babysitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think when he... We were in talks with him, and when he was like, yep, done, I'm coming, like, lock it in, we were like, shit, let's do it. Like, so yeah. we... Yeah, basically, well, what? Because at that stage, we'd written a budget, a business plan, um, done all the prep, but we still hadn't 100% committed to actually doing it. Um, we had the venue, but we hadn't paid a deposit or anything. Yeah. And when he said yes, we were like, okay, 
We're definitely doing it. <laughs> We're not even answering your question. What was the rundown of camp? Oh, Go. <laughs> the rundown, the highlights? We go off. Highlights. Um, just the... Oh, we had 48 people attend, which was amazing. We even had a guy come from New York to attend, which is just insane. Yeah, it was basically... Um, how many nights was it? It was four nights. Four nights. Sunday to Thursday morning. So Sunday night to Thursday morning. Um, we had about two, two, three keynote speakers a day, like one and a half hours of like their big talk, breakout yeah. sessions. Um, the, ven the venue brought in like random cookies and Anzac biscuits, like mid-talk sometimes in the afternoon, which yeah. they didn't even tell us about. I'm like, you guys are awesome. Um, yeah, it's just a lot walks, of everything. There was drones getting lost. There was... Oh, yeah, one guy came to camp, never crashed his drone, and then crashed his drone, so... <laughs> there were random late-night TP parties. There was um, people hanging out in the pool. The venue's amazing. It's called Weddings in the Wild, south of Sydney. Yeah. Um, we had, you know, Remy telling everybody throughout the camp to charge more. <laughs> um, yeah, which was awesome. He, yeah. sent, he sent out a 40,000 euro quote at one stage, which Ooh. is... Yeah, just crazy. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, the highlight for me was after camp when everyone messaged us straight away and said, oh, this has changed my business. This has changed my outlook on work-life balance or how much I'm charging or mm. um, I'm not going to make the same mistakes you guys did. Thanks, <laughs> suckers. <laughs> Um, the highlight for me was Matt Johnson doing a shoey. Doing a shoey. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, it was good. It's hard to even... I, I think I'm still processing it, to be honest. Yeah. It was pretty wild. I learned heaps myself. Um, so for, for us, when we're deciding the lineup, we just wanted to get together the people that we want to hang out with and learn from. So yeah. I figure you can't go too far wrong when that's the case. Yeah, wicked. And so let's talk about some of the... Um, the speakers and the learnings, um, you know, what was what, what, what are some of the big things that were uh, talked about? I think uh, Remy made a bit of a splash talking. Remy from Mario Films, um, he yeah. talked a lot about his kind of a la carte kind of pricing system, structures. pricing structure. Yeah. And I think as Aussies, we have this attitude of like not wanting to talk about money or not wanting to ask for too much money. Yeah. And it was so valuable having him there because he just came in and Remy's so blunt and hilarious. And he would just say shit and everyone's like, oh, why do you charge that? And he's like, because I can. <laughs> and, you know, I think it definitely the, one of the big lessons was if you don't ask for it, you'll never get it. So yep. if you never ask for a 15K wedding, you're never going to get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty valuable. I think Mal from Till Death kind of talked about um, a lot of her personal work, personal work which yeah. I think resonated with a lot of people um, in terms of like how it reflects on your wedding videography. Like if you don't do personal work, you'll never find your style. Mm. Um, and that's really important for your weddings. Yeah. And then Nat from Auburn Hour spoke on finance and business, which I think yeah. is a topic that's too often um, left unspoken. Especially um, with small businesses, like no one runs a tax or knows about no. super and, you know, we're all creatives, um, a good percentage of us anyway. So Yeah, so I think that um, resonated with a lot of people really strongly. There are people that are all over that. If business comes naturally to you, that's great. But for a lot of creatives, it doesn't. Um, and I know, you know, I've got lots of mates that are creatives that are on payment plans to the Australian tax office because yeah. they've fucked up that side of things. So. I think that was super valuable. Um, yeah, we went to educate a lot of people coming into the industry on that kind of stuff and even yeah. some people who I think are kind of intermediate and nearly advanced mm. are having issues there still. So I think that was really valuable. Yeah, and it's not a sexy topic, but she... Uh, <laughs> she made it sexy. <laughs> <laughs> she wore a... If you've seen a photo of Nat in a cheerleading outfit, yeah. In cheerleading outfit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit went down. It was good. She definitely made it like the coolest. Yeah. It's, it's certainly topic. one way to lighten adult 
or or stressful to- topic. Yeah, she smashed it. She made a drinking right. game out of it too, mm. which was fun. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, yeah. The boys from Humdrum, they came across. They came straight from a wedding in Thailand, which was really cool. Yeah, and they were such a good vibe as well. And they kind of did a lot of talk on like their corporate work as well, the site that they're out of business yeah. and and things like that. And How each influences the other and there's sort of over the journey. And they also, because they came straight from Thailand, they whipped out their kit and showed everyone their full travel kit and all their gear and yep. everything. Yeah, it's like a swarm of people like coming <laughs> into and it's like Get me the cameras. <laughs> I felt, I felt like we're all at the zoo with our faces pressed in the glass. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of photos <laughs> taken and shit. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Andrew kind of talked about our fuck ups in Bottle Brush and yeah. try to educate people from that standpoint of what, what not to do because we've fucked up so much over the years. Um, yeah, and raising our prices and overbooking and having FOMO of all the you know bookings that we get, um, how to give a good customer experience, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 And Grace talked Do on you guys editing. Have... Sorry? Surprise. Grace talked on editing. <laughs> yeah, nice. Storytelling. Nice. Do, you, do you guys have any um, thing you feel like uh, wasn't covered that you would like to Yeah, have? I mean... Yeah. It's impossible to cover everything, right? Yeah, yeah we. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have a. Well, our, well, I don't know if it's definitely going to happen, but our plan for next year is to hopefully have a colorist come in mm. and talk on, on the back end of color grading. Um, I think things like that would be helpful. I think we did some really cool breakout sessions, but I, I think there's like a want for more hands-on stuff yeah. as well. So I hopefully we'll do more of that. Yeah, I mean it was pretty good for a first go. I think we did well. Yeah. But you can always do better. Shit. Yeah, and the feedback's been really good. A few people have mentioned some stuff they'd like to see covered next time, which is really good. Yeah. And we're open to feedback from people that didn't come as well. Yeah. <laughs> who you want to see talk at the next one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anyone's watching this and they want to send us a message on who they want to see speak at the next one, let us know because yeah. we're starting to think about that already. Yeah, I'm very interested to see who who uh, pops up for the, the, the next one. Um, and so because um, I've never actually been to... A workshop like this um you know i have to admit i had i had a bit of fomo <laughs> watching all yes. the instagram stuff yeah, go through. Um, that was our plan but why why are um like workshops and camps like this um so great for people well i guess we kind of called it lonely hearts because you know it's a lonely industry sometimes especially when you're working for yourself yeah i um, call it lonely hearts because i like the beatles but <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah i think it's like one, one of the guys from Adelaide, Luke, put it really well. He's like, if it was purely just um, going and hanging out with the other attendees, the other campers, it would have been worth it, plus all the speakers on top of it. And I think that touches on how important community is. Yeah, um, and we all live on, like, Facebook groups and talk to each other digitally, but, like, it's you can only know so much about someone. Like, it's so much more worthwhile just coming actually in human form yeah. <laughs> and, like, and hanging out and actually meeting people who you can then kind of rely on for help down the line like actual real life friendship <laughs> yeah and we did like a um a first night event with some of the indigenous local indigenous guys and they talked about the importance of knowledge sharing and face-to-face and um yeah and storytelling for their culture which was really a good way to start it off yeah they do nothing obviously like online or any kind like the only way they share stories is through like spoken word and that mm. was i think really valuable way to kick off camp just to kind of get everyone off their phones, there's limited reception out there, which I think was actually a really good thing. You could get it, but really randomly on this hill. So a lot of people were just really engaged and just hanging out outside of like any digital stuff, which I think was, yeah, it was rad. Yeah, I think that's a good question to ask the people that went as well. Why, what was the importance of it to them? Because 
um, a lot of expectations. A lot of people thought they'd just be learning a lot of tech stuff and um, some mm. people were really pleasantly surprised to be able to share in each other's struggles and to share in each other's wins. I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. And to know you're not alone in some of the stuff that's <laughs> that you're finding tricky or challenging. Yeah. Yeah, nice, wicked. And besides the obviously the, the next camp, do you guys have any other sort of educational plans or you know things you've got yeah. in the works? Well, nothing big. But nothing we, big. We do we do one on one mentoring now, kind of thing that we started yeah. looking into, which I think just like in terms of like one on one like cinematography or one on one editing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's camp mentoring getting into this whole teacher vibe which is really <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah yeah no no big plans camp is uh an all-consuming beast so running that and running a business is tricky but it's, a lot. <laughs> it's something we're passionate about so yeah we're, we're really looking forward to it yeah and um feel free to not go into specifics or anything but was the camp for you guys um like sort of a um financial endeavor was it financially worthwhile or was it more of an investment into like community building and stuff or a bit of both i think well it was it was mostly about like community building and bringing everyone together like yeah. obviously that was like where it came from yeah. but i was like i'm the hard ass i'm like to andrew i'm like we're not doing this unless i make some money like <laughs> i wanted to i don't think Which it's is like fair enough there's so much time goes into it yeah there's no I, yeah and yeah. we said before like i don't want to be a struggling artist like you know i'm you know i'm good at my job like i want to earn yeah. money from it so we it was financially beneficial for us for sure like we'd love to run it every year yeah um yeah. 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 So we yeah we made money. We just for me the the goal first time around was just to not to lose money. And yeah, to break we, even at the very least, which we did. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, and yeah, the motivation for me was a challenge and to raise the whole industry up a little bit. Yeah, and it was a lesson for us in running a business because when we started Bottle Brush, we had no idea what we were yeah. doing and we didn't make money for a long time. Mm. So for us, it was like a challenge. Like, okay, let's start a second business, but let's do it right. Like, let's actually make it financially beneficial which yeah you should do yeah. yeah and that was the reason that I, I wrote out a really detailed budget and got quotes yeah and a business plan never even done that for bottle brush so you know yeah it was, it was a really good learning experience <laughs> for us as well yeah it was fun it was actually it was satisfying to do it well yeah. and to pull it off and hmm. yay yeah, it was really it was it was super impressive from like from everything I saw online it seemed like you guys had a really solid plan in place and we're taking it really seriously and just, yeah, it looked like it went off awesomely. So yeah. well done. Thank yeah, you. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess to kind of finish us off, we're basically sort of at the end of our conversation now, but um, it's been a big year for you guys. And uh, looking back sort of overall, um, how do you feel like it's gone? Like any regrets, any happy accidents? Um learnings um anything you're going to sort of take forward into the into the coming years oh my god such a big question (laughs) (laughs) Um, i think the last 12 months have been a step in the right direction for us yeah my i think the last 12 months my whole goal has been i'm really wanting to do more personal work as well Mm -hmm. so it was a big year for us like it was a lot of work especially um it was a lot of work for both of us i kind of put a rule that like no travel for that year because we've been traveling crazy for weddings which is awesome like don't get me wrong but I was like I'm gonna catch up on a lot of the edits and then give myself time to do something else which we succeeded at so that's good we said no travel last year except we still managed to go to New Zealand Norway and Hawaii yeah I didn't go to Norway though 
Yeah. Just short, short, short little jaunts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah no, I was. That was an epic year. Yeah. I think, yeah, Cherry on Top was just like doing Lonely Hearts Film Camp. Like yeah. that was, that was crazy. Oh, and we found out during film camp that we won an award at WPPI as well. Yes, that was oh, a nice. highlight for yeah, sure. that was good. Yeah. That was nice. We came third in one of the, I can't remember what the title is. We came third, which I think is pretty, pretty good considering the Americans are so patriotic. <laughs> yeah, and they, they've smashed, there's some talent over there, so. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, What's highlights for you? I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so for me, we, we did a film, um, an elopement with a couple called uh, Gabby and Kate. And that was a big mm. highlight for me because um, over the years... That was a cool film. Yeah, cheers, yeah. man. Um, yeah. Over the years, we've had all these ideas and we really wanted to um, approach a wedding film like a a short film narrative, like in terms mm. of you've got control over the, the locations, yeah. you've got... Like we um, got the the whole ceremony transcript from the celebrant pre-wedding, so that we could actually plan some little things according to what was going to be said. Um, it didn't really work out that well, but um, we got to try things like that to ex really mm. experiment. Um, experimenting with lighting, like putting lights on a drone and flying around overhead and all sorts of crazy shit. Um, we used a projector and used that as a light source and yeah. Things like haze in a can and all sorts of crazy shit. If you've seen the film, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, it's, it's certainly one of the most unique wedding films I've seen in a long time. It's really, really cool. Just it's it's not often you see something like with that kind of lighting and those kind of scenes. And yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, really yeah cool. but I mean, they do that sort of stuff in music videos and in short films yeah. all the time. Yeah, which is where the whole idea came from. Like, I, yeah, I love lighting. Like, I wanted to be able to do, like, something red lit and blue lit and just use those mm. colours alone. And yeah. so that was, yeah, it was cool. And so there's no reason that we can't start taking more inspiration in the wedding filmmaking industry for things like that. Um, like, I always said to Grace that if we get married, I want to get married in front of a bonfire at night. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait on, that'd be way cooler to film. So. Let's <laughs> film it. <laughs> yeah. So that's the reason, because Gabby and Kate were up for anything. Um, yeah, so that was, that was a highlight massively. And the girls were just like the coolest people we've yeah. ever met. So they were just fun to party with. And, and now, yeah, we even catch up with them still. So oh, that shit's always a highlight, yeah. I think, like meeting good people like that. Yeah. And yeah. they trusted us enough to creep on them in the shower as well. Which yeah. Is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so seedy. You, you, you might start start a, um, a trend of shower scenes in yeah. wedding films. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Titanic started it. That's where the inspiration is. I think we made a joke about that in the day. I'm like, do the hand thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. So but good. that's, you know, you know, that's where you get your inspiration from. You see stuff like that. Mm. At the, that's people at the highest end of filmmaking and they're doing cool shit like that. There's no reason we can't mm. try it as well. Yeah. Wicked. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for um, taking the time to have a little chat with me. It was awesome to to meet you guys. Yeah, you're right, I um, <laughs> Do you have anything you want to, like, sort of let people not know about, plug, um, anything like that, fire away? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, we do the one-on-one -on -one workshops and mentoring now. Mm. But, yeah, that's um, up on our website if you want to look at any kind of learnings and things like that. Yeah. And then you can – he can plug Lonely Hearts <laughs> – 20, 21 yeah. dates because he's very excited so go on yeah so yeah. we've officially locked in um, Lonely Hearts round 2 2021 um, dates and you're actually the first person to know this because we haven't mm. announced it yet 
<laughs> but um, special. So we've locked in February twenty-one to twenty-five in twenty twenty-one. Will be Lonely Hearts the second. Right yeah. on. Block awesome. out your dates. Just Fantastic. <laughs> just south of Sydney, Australia. We made it Sydney, so lots of Kiwis could get there easily as well. Yeah. yeah. We did have a couple nice. of Kiwis, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're really excited. We're already talking to a couple of people about speaking. Some good speakers coming yeah. up. Keen. So. Won't tell you those, but you'll, you'll find yeah. out. <laughs> no, that's right. I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll all care about it of the ground about that. But I'll have links to... Um, um, Grace Andrews um, mentoring as well as um, all the Lonely Hearts info and pages below um, if you guys want to obviously I'm not sure when tickets are going on on sale but um, you'll be able to keep an ear out for for that Um, yeah other than that thank you again for coming on the show and uh, we will see you guys next time sweet thanks Thanks. mate bye (laughs) done (laughs)